Oh, come on. Come on. So welcome to Manish episode eight. I think it's episode eight. I think it is episode eight. I'm pretty sure. Uh, which and, and this is a good Could one. Nine. Um, all of them have been good, but I like this one because we're going to talk about uh, Gen Zers, who we do. I quite frankly don't understand. I don't either. And, and either. yeah, we're going to get a look. And I think Josh had some good things to say. I think it took a, a turn for like we we got into some parenting things yeah. and stuff like that kind of unexpectedly but maybe a little bit expectedly yeah. and I think it dawned a whole thing where we're gonna potentially do yeah we should do a whole parenting parenting episode episode on sure. this yeah. and so we hear about wild animals we do um, we hear about um, oh and we had our first guest walkout ever yeah we had our first guest walkout which Stay I knew I, I'm gonna be honest I am surprised it took this long I mean honestly. But with the way you treat people. Oh, I don't think so. And honestly, tonight, too, something's off with Jason. Jason is I, in a I'm very just bad fine. mood. He I'm is just fine. super cranky. His face says it all. And, uh, this yeah. Is, this is this is how I normally treat you. Manish with two getting N's. Getting more sensitive. At, what is dot it? .stl at gmail.com. Manish oh, yeah. with two N's. Dot .stl Oh, and we need to set up our Google phone number so people can leave us bo- voicemails. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Stay can, tuned. Can we you get on that? Absolutely. I feel like I'm carrying the team here. Right. admin guy at our like headquarters in St. James or like company you know our where our off- head offices were at and I went I was there on the campus and I said hey I said where is our you know where are our IT folks and he's like oh well their offices he was like tell me and then he said well who did you need and I said oh I was going to see if Les was in the office and he's like oh dude did you not hear and I was like, no. And he's like, Les died. <laughs> and I'm like, why is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. It was like it was a really bad car accident yesterday. And I was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. I mean, it was like, it was Don't really you bad. Hate that? Like, and I was like, oh man. And he's like, man, I'm just kidding you. He's actually down there. <laughs> and I'm like, this is like the most bizarre. <laughs> and so fast forward like a couple of years. And I run into him again down there on campus. And so I said, you know, hey, do you remember, you know, when you told me that <laughs> Les died? And he's like, yeah, he's like, I got in a lot of trouble for that kind of stuff. I had to stop. <laughs> That's what I do. People are like, hey, did you hear about this? I was like, oh, yeah, they died. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently he did it to like a big, like millionaire donor guy. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, he was I asking for someone and he didn't know who the guy was. And he just said, oh, they're they died. If I were a guy named Les or if I knew a person named Les, like my eulogy or like I would have something on like all the cards, you know, they hand out the cards at the funeral. It would be like Les is no more. I wish we had more. See what you did there. Like Les is more, but Les is no more. That was good. That was good. (laughs) I like that. Do you you ever ever watch that uh, 
comedians in cars getting coffee. I watched the Seinfeld one with. Um, well, well they're, all, they're Seinfeld all Seinfeld ones. ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there was actually I've seen two the that Jerry were not. Ones. Yeah, oh, so yeah, good. <laughs> I saw the Barack Obama one. Oh, I didn't see that one. And then I've sworn off. Oh, Barack I've seen Obama. that one actually. Ooh, it's getting political up in here. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just gonna see where that was going. I know. I was like, "Do we want to poke that bear?" Or no, no, we're not I'm, gonna poke that bear. I'm being a good, good listener. I'm like trying my hardest here. Keep Ooh. going. That was a good episode. Oh. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. <clears throat> he had a really good sense of humor. Who's at the door? It was a guy named Todd. I mean, he walked away now. Okay. Um. Oh, sure. I bet. No, my point is <laughs> that, is that he said that he was talking with, um, I can't remember, I want to say it was Jimmy Fallon, but he was talking about how I like they, uh, yeah, I don't like him. You much don't either. like Jimmy Fallon? He laughs no. way too much. Yeah, That's I, why I like him. I don't, I don't know. He's anyway. Do you like practice jokes in front of like reruns of his shows and stuff? And just like, <laughs> no way he's going to laugh. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. But anyway, he was saying that um, how comedians have certain like we just find humor everywhere and yeah. he was talking about how he was at this party like hanging out with some people and stuff and they were talking about this one mutual friend yeah that had passed away and and seinfeld <laughs> just said well that was about enough of him anyway <laughs> and, and he's like i thought it was funny he's like and nobody laughed everybody just like stared Are you at kidding me. me that's right. hysterical right and he's like May he rest in peace. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. He's like, but we, we find humor in things that other so, people don't. You know what, though? That's true. Because like, I heard him say that. What, who was that with? That was an episode with. It was another comedian. They're all with another comedian. No, because the one was with Obama. Barack Obama's not a comedian. Okay, well. Although he, he is, is really funny. funny yeah. Like, you know. Anyway, <laughs> I, I said Jimmy so, Fallon. I thought it was Jimmy Fallon. So No, um, it wasn't Jimmy Fallon because okay. I remember that episode. Well, it's your story, I guess, now. So who <laughs> well, was it? You tell, don't even you know, and I'm helping you figure it out. I'm telling you I think it was Jimmy Fallon, and that's the guess that I'm standing by. So so okay. to, to transition, even though this isn't <laughs> How my You gave up that ground easily. So I, I know it's probably – I don't even know if we're recording yet. But, oh, yeah. We oh, have um, okay, so uh, – and this isn't part of the plan. But have you guys ever discussed with friends or family as far as, hey, when I die, I want you to do this at my funeral? No, he has. Shane has. I have. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you need to show up wearing a dress or something like that. So my buddy and I <laughs> no. were just talking about this his, the other day. His requests don't have anything to do with it. Yeah, so, so my buddy and <laughs> what I was were discussing my... this the other day, uh, my friend Kevin, and he was like... Sorry to interrupt. It was Eddie Murphy. Okay, cool. So he was like, when I die, <laughs> when I die, I want you to host a roast of me. And instead of like having the person in the chair That's... have like... The, the casket, yeah, oh, or the urn, depending great. on that. What, right, we didn't right, talk right. about those details. Right. And so he wants me to, like, get, you know, six to eight people, put them in chairs, and then roast them. That's so funny. And so, so uh, well, dude, we should do that while he's being cremated. That <laughs> might be a little too far. Oh, and you can make all kinds of fire jokes. Oh, yeah. my God. No. So, like, legitimately, um, we were watching. Jen was, like, thumbing through her phone the other day. And... So Comedy Central stuff will come across like your mm-hmm. Facebook, whatever. And it was uh, it was talking about um, it was the Justin Bieber roast. So she starts watching that. And I was kind of cracking up. And I'm like, you know what? I want somebody to do that when I die. Yeah. Like, 
I'm like, that would be outstanding. You could be the roast master. Yeah, you had, well, I would, I'd plan on doing that anyway. <laughs> um, so it's good that you're asking Jen's for gonna it. Jen's going to love that. <laughs> um, no, what your request was, was to go through your phone and take all oh, of the memes yeah. and have them as like a slideshow. No, instead of like pictures I just want of somebody you. to right. plug my phone in and let it go. Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like the majority of the jokes, though, as far as like the roast, would be about you being attacked by a trash can. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All the ways you went. Point. That's we thought Josh. it would be this Point one. Point, Josh. <laughs> Dang it. So yeah. So we haven't introduced him yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so yes, this you know, Josh Quick, the lovely, uh, the and talented, lovely and talented Josh. Josh Quick. Quick is joining us for this episode. He Hello. is. Yeah. What are, what's the topic? Um, he is gonna. Well, he's our the youth pastor here at the church. Yeah. And so he's gonna talk to us, and he games, which mm-hmm. I have. Uh, learned that I shouldn't mock too much because he's super into it. So I have laid off the mocking. No, no, no. Like, and I, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's going to talk about gaming and connecting with youth through uh, video games with and youths. stalking. Yeah, with the youths. I, I play both sides of the field. I think it can be good and bad. Okay. So okay. so we'll, we'll get to that. Though. We'll get to that. We'll right. get to that. But also, you can't get offended when I was just, I was helping you with your story. Okay. It was Eddie Murphy because I, I watched the I'm episode. I'm not offended. I just am indifferent. But like... I the just the look care. on your face is like anger. Well, I don't have a variety of faces. <laughs> at least, at least, it was faces anger and Jason. indifference are anger pretty similar. And I want to get frustration, annoyance, <laughs> right. all of those. Right. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's all. Yeah. Hey, quick question. Uh-huh. Smell my beard. No. No. It smells like I don't want to. Smell my beard. It no, like I don't. <laughs> Wafting. Uh, yeah. What does it smell like? I don't. Um, bees. Is it? Is, I don't know. Is it Why this would, week's sponsor? No. Okay. No, we do need. Nobody, it. Yeah, we <laughs> do need to get a sponsor. We're working on that. Dollar Shave yeah. Club. I don't know. We all have beards. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 So what? So what? Are, why were you trying to get me to spell your beard? Because. This is this brings me to my point of the bone I needed to pay. Your uh-huh. son preempted this, didn't he? I have no idea what you you're have talking no about. I'm talking I have about. no idea what you're talking so about. So I am actually near your son yesterday. No, not yesterday. Tuesday. Creepy. Go on. <laughs> I'm. We're at band practice. The oh, team. yeah. And we're just kind of hanging out while some people were doing their part practice and stuff like that. And um, I'm like. And while others were not doing others, their part? Well, I mean, we were waiting on people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My so, son probably was one of them. <laughs> Sunday we were. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I hope. I try to fix that for me. I've done, I've done I mean, everything honestly, I can. Honestly, I asked him what percentage. That he thought he was late to stuff. He's like, could probably like sixty percent. I, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree. So with like twenty five. Is he Maybe proud of the fact that he's late all the time? No, he said he's been working better. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're, the, you're his. No, father. I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. I was asking him about it because I had a buddy who um, worked at J C Penney. Apparently, whenever he worked at J C Penney, like you could show up fifteen minutes late and they wouldn't care, which is unheard of for any job position that, that I've ever been in. Crazy. Even Taco Bell wasn't like that, and right. so. But he started working at FedEx and showed up late twice within the first week. Yeah, and like you show good. up late again, you're fired. And right. so he was talking like he was the victim whenever he was telling me about it. Because I'm like, how was your job at FedEx? And he goes, well, they let me go because like, I'm just like, what? No, you've got to show up on time. you got to show up to the work. No, I do think he is working on it. And, but I don't. he is just very like slow in terms of like, you know. So this actually he, wasn't what I was going to He's on island time. 
Yeah, right, right, right. But right. you've never been to another on, country, right. nor do you he want is, to be. Correct. So <laughs> correct. No, he is. Yeah, he is on island time. That's a good mm-hmm. way to say it. But I was he's just kind of thoroughly like, uh, disappointed in him Tuesday night. All right, because go on. Me and Jeremy. Oh my God, you have that look in your face again. Like. <laughs> 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 Maybe it's just the look that I give you over everything. But go on. I'm I'm, I, I'm talking listening. I'm talking with our buddy Jeremy and we're talking through guitars. I'm like, hey, smell my beard. And he's like, Oh my gosh, your beard smells amazing. I use all these products. Mm-hmm. Tonight I smoked some like chicken and some broths Ooh. and stuff before um before I came here yeah. to kind of meal prep. Did Josh smell your beard? Josh smelled me when I came in. Mm. And my Did you invite him to do this, or he just like? No, I, I walked in the room. I'm just like, he's like, I smell like brats in here. But here's actually the deal: I smoked some chicken and I brought some in here and I ate it while I after I finished setting. Oh, it. cool! So you'll see on the Facebook Live. But so it probably smells like the food in here too. Plus, I smell like smoker stuff. So what is this bone that you need to pick? Pun. So I said, Elijah, smell my beard. And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> I'm like, no, smell my beard for real. He's like, no, that that's really weird. <laughs> I'd rather not. So so I I don't know like if this needs to be normalized or shouldn't be normalized, but smelling his beard? No, 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 not, not smelling your beard. But um, <laughs> so I was talking about Ryan I don't know if we're saying last names or whatnot, but I was talking to Ryan Thompson. Thompson, yes. Email is Ryan <laughs> lives at, at no. gmail.com. And, I don't know. I'm uh, making that up. I think whenever I greeted him, I shook his hand and then did the like one arm around the back, you know, okay. just pat him back. Okay. You know, the bro okay. the bro hug, whatever okay. you want to call Bros it. Bros don't do that. And I'm like, dude. You smell nice. And he's like, yeah, I got a new club. He does smell and nice. And there was, there was like a couple students around. And they're like, you say that to people? I'm like, yeah. yeah. you and say that like, to people. Why? I'm like, he put in the effort to smell right. nice. Like, I don't know. I think that we should, should be that. more comfortable yeah. In, yeah. in that. But not go up to people and just stick your face in their beard and be <laughs> right. like, wow, you smell nice. Like, right. You know, I, uh, that's an invited thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's an invited thing, and I invite people to smell my beard. Right. So how, like, so you got a bone to pick with me because he didn't smell your beard? I actually was testing you to see if you would smell my beard, and or if it was I like passed a family the, thing. I and apparently, you're all a bunch of jerk, freaking weirdos. Well, no, we I'm don't. not getting up in somebody's neck. I feel like that's like. Right. But I think you can personal. just get within a safe distance. Uh, but I don't want to. Smells amazing. I'm good. Well, I mean, you do have the benefit <laughs> of having a longer beard, so right. you could like stretch it out to them, right? Instead of you're having good. them like right Sometimes up three inches. I smell it myself. Mm. It smells like. Look at you. Because uh, no one else will smell it. <laughs> Whenever so you, you smell it yourself. Jeremy did. Well. <laughs> Whenever you fondle your beard. Um, I'm, Don't that's say the term fondle I'm using. my beard. Fondle so, will actually flag us on yeah, Spotify. <laughs> so Thanks a lot. Whenever I have a longer beard, I'll, I'll uh, run my hand through it. But whenever I get to the end, the chin part, I'll kind of like twist it into a cone. Oh yeah, I do that. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like a nervous uh, thing. Of it's there, might as well do like, it. Mm, yep, yeah. I do it all the time. Hmm. And then whenever I shave my face to like a bare point, it just I, it just doesn't. It feels good, but I yeah. still do it. It's like whenever I used to have long hair mm-hmm. and flick my head a lot, oh, yeah. and then even after I cut my hair, I still did it and yeah. bugged my mom to pieces. I don't know if that's a phrase, but hmm. it bothered her quite a bit. Yeah, I'm actually in this transition now. Do I do I want to cut my hair or keep it going? Because I'm doing the flip now. Oh yeah, that's up to you. you, do man. What you want. That's between you and God. <laughs> Pray about it. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm a shaved head guy. I'm always going to be a shaved head guy. Yeah. It's much, but I feel like I'm getting easier. a receding hairline. Do you have too. a choice though? 
I mean, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do have a nice beard. It was I like a, a whoa, 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 whoa. I do not like when people come in here and they comment on his beard, but not mine. First, he talked about talked how about great your beard. your beard was and how you can smell it and how it. He said you awesome have a long beard and you can it twist nice it. Like feelings get hurt. God. Anyway, go on about my beard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's. I I was questioning what the quality of it would be at first. Sure. Um, we all as were, like, as were many people. You've definitely like pulled through to the other side and you chose an excellent time to do it while we were all wearing masks. Exactly. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think you were going to keep it. I thought once right. you had it, it was going to be gone. I thought that as well. Like I didn't think that I didn't think that Crystal would hang in there, yeah. but she eventually she did. Yeah, warmed, she was like, "You know what? I like your beard it. has warmed her heart." Warmed That's right. I felt her heart. um I felt really proud of my own beard because you were asking, like, I know you talked to Shane before you talked to me, but, you know, it's whatever. But you were asking about, like, beard products or what you use mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I, to my defense, I didn't ask him. He just <laughs> inserted his opinions into okay. my life. So, so, there. I'm Unsolicited. I put myself above you now, right. Shane. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, wait, are you using beard products now? Uh, no. So, only whenever it gets long. Um, What's long so, for you? So, so like the sat, you know, t- I, I, by tomorrow that will be long. Yeah. So, so it's basically <laughs> it's if disgusting. it's free hanging off of my jawline. Okay. I would say I don't b- recall ever seeing you with a beard because I don't pre hanging or pre yeah. hanging. So there, there's two reasons. One, a wife. Two, uh, it's just it gets not like I mean you can use a comb and everything, but it takes so much more work to manage a long beard. Oh yeah. Than it is to manage what I have, which for those who don't can't see me oh, it's, it's just, just a little bit of a beard. yeah it's it's four but, four millimeters is the but the at razor the same time if he did not have that beard it would look like we were interviewing a 12 year old oh yeah that's absolutely. true i would yeah. yeah i would agree with that i would look like the youth instead of yeah. the youth past the other thing is though is like i thought that so crystal was saying because i was going to trim it and mm-hmm. you know and she's like oh no let it let it grow out a little bit more which i was surprised oh, wow. Yeah, I was surprised that she said that. Sure. But I think when it is trimmed, it's like it gets back to like the prickly mm-hmm. and she doesn't like yeah. it, the there's, prickly. There's a good length. And so I cut it down to, um, and I do this with the side of my head too. I do like the fade thing to the top. Mm-hmm. I do four millimeters. And then after like a day or so, it gets to the soft, not prickly, still hangs a little bit. I like it when like, it's soft and just starts kind of like flowing yeah. down or like going yeah. in place. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's that's what I do with my beard, and then um, I have I have beard oil, but again, I don't let my beard get too long because my beard like grows out; it doesn't grow down, and so it's almost like so, having an afro. No, but here's the deal: mine did mm-hmm. too. Yeah. until you get to a certain point, and then it goes down. Yeah, yeah. beard combs are weird; they're not like normal combs. So like, I really had the beard brush. Reason. Yeah, the beard combs are weird. You know what? I just use a regular comb. Yeah, that's what I would do. Just regular comb. Yeah, and uh, yeah, every day beard balm in there it smells amazing. Mm-hmm. I do use the beard balm. Yeah. And you know what the interesting thing is, is that I normally have the lotion uh, beard. They don't call it beard lotion. Like beard butter? Yes. Beard mm, butter. I, I have not tried beard butter yet. And I, I will put that on and then I will do the balm, but I'm running low on the butter. And so it's just the balm. And I put the balm on and not a Seinfeld reference. Come on. I thought you'd pick that up. Um, oh, the maestro told you to put the, the balm on. No right, soup for on. you. That's the only. Sign- no. I've watched Seinfeld. But I I Kramer, where Kramer put a bomb on a burn, and the never mind. Anyway, 
It's a great episode. I don't, I don't know how you don't know that it. episode. So anyway, and I watched it every night as a like in in high school. I would come home well, from work. Probably what the reason was. It was so long ago. Four <laughs> years. <so. laughs> wow, it's got jokes. Wow. Yeah, twelve year old with the comebacks. Yeah. Um, I thought about shaving my beard and going to youth camp and seeing how many times people thought I was one of those. Are teams. you lost, sweetie? Are you yeah. lost? <laughs> Sorry, but back to your um, bomb and stuff. Anyway, and so it was. Uh, oh look. So. Um, but yeah, so I just had the the beard balm on, yeah. And Crystal said she's like, "Why do you smell like John Strouts?" How <laughs> do you know what John Strouts smells like? <laughs> yeah, how do you not know what John Strouts yeah. smells like? I mean, the, that it smells like a man. What yeah. is yeah. it about John Strouts? He has the best voice. All right, he's got a great he beard. He smells amazing. All right. Like I think it's because he works with his hands, maybe. Maybe well, he works know. with his hands, but he works with his hands in a very classy place, and yeah. so it's yeah. like the best of both worlds. Like yeah. John is like the man. All right. I'm saying is I'm enough of a man to produce a man. Like I'm having a son. <laughs> <laughs> he only has daughters. That's all I'm saying. So, Ooh, that's just got awkward. Oh wow, you <laughs> saved that. He that was, was almost <laughs> on tonight I too. Produce a man. <laughs> Uh, I really wish he would have been here for that. Uh, <laughs> I love John. He's great. He's going to be with us next episode. Is I he? just talked to him. Did you talk yeah. to him? Yep, I just talked to him. He's going to be with us next time. Is he, he going to be like the SNL host oh, yeah. that hosts five times and he gets like an award or something? <laughs> we should do that. Though. We should do that. So like they're kind of like, yeah, him and, him and Chris. Yeah, him and Chris are going to kind of rotate get, in. Yeah. We should get John to lead a musical number. I oh, my God. Be, I think he could like add the bass to it so i've had comments like even people are like that guy had an amazing voice i'm like i know i know yeah it's ridiculous yeah yeah (sighs) he's got it all man he does well (laughs) (laughs) yeah except for his son (laughs) (laughs) his bloodline dies with him though yeah that was that was a big thing like and like it's one of those things he jokes about but i think he was kind of sort of serious about it of like you have to have a son because I'm the only one that can carry on the quick name. Yeah, I thought that there's other quicks out me. there. Yeah, I thought that would bother me, but now I'm like, whatever. Honestly, right. <laughs> just get the kids out of my house. Mm-hmm. But if it, if you have a son, you can give him one of those great shirts. What shirts? The family shirts, the Cox <laughs> shirts. So you can get one. <laughs> keep going. You can wear them at the family reunions, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yep. I'm not 100% sure. In fact, I'm 0% sure what you're talking about. No, just so. family family shirts, family reunions. Uh-huh. You know how like people get together and they have like they make shirts. So do I tell this and story? So do, you, do I it, need to tell this story? I mean, if you want to, you I can. Like I was trying to. to save you from you know no, telling the story. the story. Yeah, like so here's the bottom line is that like <laughs> when you have a son that expands the family name sure. and so then you can order more shirts. And I think that's a great thing. All right, let's get on with the news. Thank okay. you so much. Like, what's your deal tonight? Like, honestly, you show up like 10 minutes late to I do showed the up like five minutes early, <clears throat> and we got... I no, I was... I, oh. Well, it doesn't take me an hour to get ready, so... <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> no, I'm ready to go. All right, get to the news. Tell us the news of the week. Uh, New Jersey house cleaner accidentally breaks into the wrong home and cleans it up. (laughs) Uh, um, A New Jersey man who cleans homes to supplement his income shared the story of how he accidentally went to the wrong townhouse and left it spotless. Louis Angelino, the third, the third, the third. (laughs) Uh, 27 of Barrington. Be sure to get the third in there. (laughs) Make sure you get the third. There's two before me. 
said he works a regular job at a liquor store, but lately he's been cleaning homes for friends to make extra money. Um, okay, so judging by his day job, I think I know what went wrong. Right. Angelino, who detailed the saga on a TikTok video, said it was due to clean. He was due to clean a home for a friend named Mark in Cherry Hill, and he arrived to find the key and the expected place under the doormat. He spent two and a half hours cleaning the townhouse and was playing with the cats <laughs> <laughs> when Mark called to ask if he'd been able to clean his home. Uh, I said, I'm literally in your living room right now playing with your cats and waiting for you to walk in. He was like, Louis, <laughs> I don't have any cats in I think this guy's name is Louie. I think he pronounces yeah. it Louie. 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 A cats. guy named Louie would play with cats yeah, and clean homes. Yeah, that makes sense in the jersey. In that moment, I froze. My heart dropped. I was like... Where am I right now? What is going on? Big questions. Angelino said he realized he had written down Mark's address incorrectly. <laughs> he said <laughs> this address was off by a single digit. Mark arrived home and left a note for his neighbors explaining what had happened. Beth Motzel said her husband Tom arrived home first and called her. He said, you won't believe it. Someone broke into our house and cleaned the entire thing. He <laughs> said, Swiffer and all. <laughs> wow. Um, Tom and I laughed forever. <laughs> Matzo said, said she and her husband were amused by the mix-up. Tom and I laughed forever about it. He fixed it all up. I mean, details. He cleaned up after the cats, played with the cats, fed the cats, and wiped everything spotless. He is really a cleaning fairy, Beth Matzel said. A Angelino texted Matzel to apologize for the mistake, and Matzel said... She will keep this number on hand for future cleaning needs. She dubbed him the cleaning fairy, and Brad Angelino is now embracing for his cleaning business. He said it is he is crowdfunding to make T-shirts to promote his services. What a what a heartwarming story! <laughs> that, that is one outstanding. Is. I know. So how do you break into it? Like I, I understand how you break into right. a house, but like how do you do it cleanly? Where it's right. not well, like the, the well the key was the key was under the mat. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The key was under the mat. Never which is where it was supposed to be at the other house. Right? Yeah. And so the keys of the mat, I'm just like, what would have been awesome is if the owner showed up and this guy's just in there playing with the cats. Right. And that's, that is outstanding. So um, I, I just imagine, so he's going to his friends and he looks at their house and he's like, mm, that's probably dirty. Like I could clean that for you if you paid me. Like, is he insulting his friends by offering to clean their house? It's well, kind of like offering someone a breath mint. Right. <laughs> Or yeah, so, you know, that's it's like, a good hey, your breast stinks. Because apparently they weren't good enough friends for him to know where they live. Right. They've that's never, true. Yeah, he's never been so over the house before. sounds to me like the house he was supposed to be cleaning is maybe just a bunch of users. Could be. Could if you're be. listening, Angelino, you have horrible friends. <laughs> no, it's true. Hawaii. Not, not the first or the fairy. second, but the third. We should is the one out to the cleaning fairy to see if we can get some sort of uh, sponsorship. I mean, if we need a sponsor. Oh. We can see if maybe he can help us out. We can promote. You know, the cleaning, cleaning fairy. fairy. Yeah. See, fairy was an insult when I was a kid. I, so. Well, it, it, so it wouldn't be the name that I would go with yeah. if I were Angelino. Angelino. Yeah, I would. Or Louis. Oh, Louis. 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 Louis Angelino. Gotcha. Hawaii plans goat lottery to clear <laughs> animals from the national park. So, like, goats are gonna. So, if they win the big <laughs> pot, then I can, we can finally get out of here. So, you know how you feel about bears having voices. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel I the do. same way about goats. I love <laughs> to watch voices. goats. I, my favorite picture that I have is me and Paige at uh, Grant's farm, 
And we took a selfie, and there was a cross-eyed goat just looking cockeyed <laughs> at us. And we took the selfie at the perfect time. The goat just put his head in there, and it's like me and Paige smiling, and this goat is just like. <laughs> oh my God. I love the screaming goats. I do enjoy. Oh, yeah. it. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the Taylor Swift edit? Yeah. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's good. So, are, so the, do the goats like win a bunch of money and then they can move out? So we'll find out. Okay. Hawaii plans a special lottery to distribute some unusual prizes. About seven hundred. Oh, the goats, goats are the prize. The goats are the prize. Oh, gotcha. About seven hundred mm. goats who live in the national park. The um, the Hawaii Department of Land and Natural Resources says the goats are being rounded up from the something something natural historic park where they are considered an invasive species. Goats are invasive. That's rude. I mean, they are. Wow. The department will distribute nice these that. animals to permitted members of the public. Officials said the permits will be distributed via random lottery July 28th. It said the winners oh, of I hope the I permits win a goat. will be required to take at least 20 goats. Oh, and, my gosh. And not more not than 50. Just, not just <laughs> one. you got to take at least 20. Oh, my God. They do have parameters, though. Those who apply for the permits must have access to a 16-foot enclosed horse trailer or an equivalent means of goat transport. But they don't what care is about an equivalent where they're means? taking them to. They just care about like the travel. <laughs> right. Like yeah. Once you're out of our hair, Listen, we don't care about If goats. you can fit these goats in the back of your Subaru, then... Ah. <laughs> did, you, did you see there's a video going around of this guy that fit two llamas in the back of his uh, Ford Edge? <laughs> No. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is outstanding. Yeah. He one went frontwards, the other went backwards, and they were able to like he was able to get him in there. Did you see that meme? It's like a llama or an alpaca or something with his head sticking out of the window looking at the guy in back of him, but he looks like super angry and he's like, I don't know what I did, but I'm not getting out of this car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, police capture a camel running loose in Oklahoma. You got a lot of animal stories this week. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we that have to bear work one. With. Yeah, sent us over one. the edge. We can't do another bear one. <laughs> we can't. No. Hey guys. <laughs> no, there, there was a bear story a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't gotten we, to that one yet. Yeah, it we, took us 10 minutes to it get took over. us 10 minutes cuz <laughs> we just I just think bears with voices are really funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pooh and Bear. I feel the same way about goats. Right. Yeah. Pooh, Bear, Pooh Bear was like one of the only movies to scare me as a little kid. Really? They went in this crystal cave, and like I still remember it, and it's just what traumatizing. What is that? I don't know. What, Pooh Bear? You don't know what Pooh Bear is? He knows what Pooh Bear is. Like Winnie the Pooh? The crystal. Well, yeah, Winnie the Pooh, yeah. Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. They, have, they made a movie out of it? Yeah, it was yeah. like The Great Adventure or something like yeah. that. Probably made for TV or something. Yeah, I can bring you the VHS if you want to watch it with your family. family. Right? Nah, so. I'm good. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got it on laserdisc. Yeah, <laughs> I put it on my mixtape. Right. <laughs> Police in Oklahoma shared a video <clears throat> from the unusual chase that resulted when officers were summoned to help capture an escaped camel. The Owasso Police Department said officers responded. Sunday night to help Collinsville Police Department. Oh, Ooh, that's this? near here. Nope, that's in Oklahoma. Oh. I thought the same Dang thing. It. Collinsville Police Department officers and Tulsa County Sheriff's Office deputies chase a camel running loose in the area. Oh, that's awesome. I'm just honestly, I printed this out because I'm sitting here thinking them just a bunch of cops chasing a camel around. Well, apparently there's a video. There is a video, so we'll have to find it. Can you find that and upload it to Facebook? To our uh, yeah, or to our Twitter. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, did you do the ones from last time? No, because those that one has those that episode hasn't been released yet. Oh, so once we release them is when you're going to do it. Right? Are you writing yourself a note? 
Yeah. Oh, look at you. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> he throws his phone down. Uh, no, so I, no I, I figured it made more sense so whenever the episodes are released. To them because if we if we put mm-hmm. something now, yeah, no, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm okay. with you there. It's just gonna be confusion. It's just gonna be Calm police down. chasing. Right. The, but there is. But I do down. like that, that <laughs> they released the video of I the camel chase. Yeah, yeah, set that on your reminder. That's why. That's why we should advocate for more body cams. For yeah. Camels. Oh running. my god. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you cat camels running or anything like that. So I wanted to name. I want everybody to name three things that they thought was going on through that camel's mind as the cops were chasing him. I've got my three. Three things that was going on in the camel's mind. Where's this camel escaped from? Because that, I think, really shapes... That, I, that would have really, the like... camel's mindset. ...set the tone of the story, but they don't tell us. Um, one, I'm not going back. <laughs> I had one that says, I can't go back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Two, you're not going to take me without a fight. Okay. All right. And three is... You ever seen a camel outrun some police? Uh-huh. You're about to. <laughs> so I have hold I have, my water pumps. <laughs> I have only one. Only it's one. Like, it's okay. Day, and then that's it. Ooh, Just, oh yeah. What day is it, guys? <laughs> day. It's my day. Uh, oh man, I have. You take one vacation away from the desert into America, and this the media is right. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I had the can't go back to jail. So I, I have a news story you do. that I recommended to you and you didn't cover. So, so here's I the deal. Because I opened I your email and I couldn't find the news It wasn't story. the email. wasn't the email. Was it was it? the app that I told you to take a look at. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you about that tonight because I didn't clear. I'm gonna well, so, so, there, so there's a news story that was on here. And it was a 42-year-old man from India that has a sleep condition <laughs> to where he sleeps I don't know why I already started for laughing. many days at a time. Mm. So he's 42. This Almost condition, like a coma. yeah, yeah. This condition started like 20 years ago, and he was sleeping like 12 to 15 hours a day. And he's like, "This is ridiculous. What's going on?" Goes to the doctor, and he's got this rare condition. And over the past 20 some years, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. <laughs> and now he will sleep for up to 25 days <laughs> at a time. Does he have to be like tube fed? I. So the only line to that was that they said that the family like feeds and bathes him while he's asleep. That's so like, like Chris Farley. Yeah. With the, uh, what was the, the cold medicine that knocks him out? Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, I was like, I, I thought it was a joke article, but the more I read, I was like, no, this, this is, is like real. Like how does someone live like that? Like, it's just so bizarre. Well, you know, one day at a time, and I, then yeah. they sleep for forty-two, and then, yeah, or forty-two is how old he was. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. They said that they said that as soon as he gets up, he owns a shop, yeah. and that's like what he does for a living five days a month, and so <laughs> because he's asleep for the other time, and he said that he'll go to the shop and he'll open it up, and then he might like fall asleep in the middle of the day, and then once for he's the out, twenty-five. Days, yeah, but then once he's free. out, he's out for like a couple weeks, that and is so awesome. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, so. How? True story. I had a boss who had, I think he had narcolepsy, and he would fall asleep as you were talking to him. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And he was a rough guy. Like, he was super nice, super great guy, but, like, he also had this, like, you knew you didn't want to make him mad. Sure. You know, like, kind of one of those guys, like, super nice guy, but then you're like, ooh, you don't want to mess with him either. Mm -hmm. Um, And you just didn't, like, he was just very, like, you know, what kind of rough when you talk to him, but, like, he liked... 
So I would be just in my office or in his office, like talking to him through things. And he'd just be like, and just doze <laughs> off. And I'm like, well, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. But there was one time um, I did like auto claims. I was had to reenact, uh-huh. you know, with, and he had like toy cars at his desk. <laughs> and I had this claim of a truck that backed into a car and I was trying to explain it to him. I'm like, Hey, here's what happened. He's like, I- I'm just, I'm not following what you're saying. And I'm like, well, we owe this and here's why. And he's like, I just not, I'm not getting understanding what you're saying. So I grabbed the toy truck <laughs> and I grabbed a toy car and I did full Tommy boy. on this There's a clip. So I'm like, so the truck's going like this. Beep, beep. And then I did it. And, we're in, and he goes, and I'm like, this is going to go. I'm going to lose Don't my job. Don't patronize me. <laughs> he goes, oh, I can see where you come from on that. Yeah, I would approve that. And I'm like, I thought you were going to say, he's like, I can see where you're coming from. I think. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to oh, say. Man. Everyone, no, every great. adult I've met, or as I'm becoming an adult, I don't know if I'm fully you're, there. You're yet. an adult. You can rent a car. I can rent a car. You can rent a car. Golly, that, was, right. that caused more issues being. Under twenty, I wanted to record. Oh, and I heard that you got it. your CDL. I did. Yeah. I did get my CDL on Monday. First try. Yeah, first nice. try. Bob's like, I don't know anyone who's done it first try. So he was either like, you know, skeptical of the examiner or proud of you. You couldn't tell, or just trying to make me feel good. Right. <laughs> he probably might know somebody who did. Right. Bob still probably yeah. doesn't have a CDL. He just tells everybody. Right. He he just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a CDL. Nobody's really ever asked. <laughs> yeah. So no. Um, to see it, I mean. Oh, no, but but as I'm becoming an adult, as yeah, I'm you're, stepping you're grown into, into adulthood, manhood. fatherhood eventually, you know, yeah. in a month or so, it's like, I'm just a bigger kid than, like, I was, yeah. but I'm right. still a kid. Right. And so, I don't know, it's just, it's an interesting facet of life that kid, you don't know as a kid that yeah. your parents are just like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like, right. That. Yeah, like, that's the thing, like, you realize, like, my parents didn't know Jack Squad or what they were doing. Right. Were and it makes you, it. sometimes, uh, in my case it makes you appreciate them more because it's right. like, I realized that you were figuring it out as you went and sure. I think you did pretty good like doing right. that. So, right. Yeah. What a, what a oh, warm this guy bringing moment. the positivity. Look yeah. at that. So well, this is going to be his last time. <laughs> back. Yeah. All right. So we are in the book of James and we are um, wrapping up chapter three. So we've got two more chapters to go and i think i've got an idea for what we're going to do oh what's your idea what we're going to do next right so i think after we finish the book of james i think we're going to take um stories um in like the gospels like just random stories like not like randoms yeah just like kind of do a a smattering pick one here pick one there you know throw it out see what sticks yeah exactly so yeah so let's so we're in verses 13 through 18 um, and so then I'm going to, I'll, I'll read, it's only five verses, so I'm going to read through that. And then I've just got a couple of points and y'all can chime in as, as you feel uh, fit. Okay. So it says, so starting in verse 13, it says this, who is wise and understanding among you by his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere, and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So the first first point that I wrote down was just right there in verse 13. Wisdom, and what I wrote down was wisdom is not just intellectual, but it is also 
behavioral. And so I think that's one of the things that James is hitting on is that to be wise is not just kind of your smarts, not just kind of in the mind, but it actually is behavioral. And so it's something that you that, that you can see in, in somebody's life. So if someone um, and, and really kind of to flip that is that if you're not behaving in a, in a wise way, then you're not wise because someone that is wise is going to, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, going to demonstrate it with their behavior. Um, and so he talks a little bit about meekness. And so one of the things that it says there, you know, it, it comes from trusting God is what I wrote down and then results in freedom from anxious self-promotion and peace. And so just kind of unpacking anxious self-promotion is that I think that a lot of times we get and what came to my mind is is at work. Oftentimes yeah. it's like anxious self-promotion is like you're nervous about what's going on. You want to make sure that the boss sees what you're doing. Yep. And so you want to take credit for everything. Especially yeah. like those group, you know, I heard a pastor say recently, like, do you remember like group projects and stuff mm-hmm. in school? And, you know, some people like hated group projects. He's like, I always hated group projects because you got to carry the dead weight. So right. some of you might be thinking, oh, I really like that, you know, uh, uh, group projects. He's like, well, that's because you were the dead weight <laughs> that everyone was carrying. But uh, but it's like, you know, I and I, we all know those people at work that you know, kind of have that. They want to take all the credit. They want to make sure that their name is a part of it. They want to make yeah. sure that everybody knows. And and so that that's one of the ways that I think that works into our lives sometimes. And then the other thing that I wrote down, you know, because next episode we're going to be talking about management and being a leader at, in, in the workplace, is that I think there are some times that, uh, that we, when we're in a position of authority and a position of leadership, and we have this kind of anxious self-promotion, what that looks like is we have to kind of these unnecessary sign-offs. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you know, to where it's like, oh, well, I need to look at that before you send that out. Or, oh, I need mm-hmm. to I need to sign off on this before, you know. And, and, and while I get that sometimes that's necessary, I think sometimes it's actually not. And you're just wanting to make sure that everyone knows your that you're, your you know, that you're in it. charge, that Take you're the one credit. that's, no. you know. Yeah, just like, you know, <clears throat> I had a... Um, I had a, um, a lady that I worked with years ago that, and it just made so much sense, and I don't know where she got this from. It's probably some Stephen Covey book or whatever. But uh, it was saying that, you know, too often we want to centralize processes to where we want them all kind of around a person. It's like, oh, I've got to sign off on that, or I've got to. Oh, and, yeah, that and, makes sense. And, and really what we need to do is we need to standardize processes. Mm-hmm. And so it's not at all needs to touch one person, but there's, there's a standard that everything has to meet in the workplace and that's you know and so i was like and that's something i've tried to do and i'm not good at it all the time but it's like i think that's that's one way that a wise person actually that that's wisdom walking and talking yeah you know yeah. that's uh i mean that reflects like in scripture with jesus the greatest leader among us the most wise among us um where he, he sent the Holy Spirit, and he's like, look, I've taught you everything, and the Holy right. Spirit will bring these things to mind, and you'll be able to do even greater things. And so it's like he, he sent 12 guys out um, to into the community, and then they did that, and then we get like the the requirements in Titus and, and all the different things for what it's like to be an elder, what it's like to be you know a, a deacon or whatever the yeah. terminology sure. is and whatever church you're at. And so – it's like they're setting up the standards that, hey, you need to meet this. And once you're there, like you're set to do do things and we want you to go out and do things and and all of that. And so it's just it's real interesting. Like it does definitely obviously follow scripture because we're pulling it from James. Sure, but, yeah. but in other yeah. areas, too. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That was like a thing for me, too, um, in my role that I'm in now, because 
you know, you have to, you know, you do presentations in front of people, in front of clients or in front of like upper management. And my first instinct for me was always to be like, I've got to at least say something so they know I had a part of this or whatever. Um, like that was like what I felt like I needed to do. And then quickly, like, I'm like, you know what? No, like I had people in my life that like let me go and like prove myself and, you know, I want to do that. Like, and I feel like that's the sign of a good leader is like you let your people like, right. You kind of help coach them through Mm -hmm. and then let them take the credit for their work. So like, that's kind of the approach I try to do. At least I hope I do. Right. Um, is like, I let people like I build them up to, you know, the next level up and, you know, let them do their things. And if there's something like, you know, that I feel like, Oh, I could help them with this. I'm going to do that in private. And the next time we have something where they, it's their time to talk or shine again. I just tend to honestly just try to shut up and, and not say anything so yeah. they can do it. And then if yeah. I feel like they need some help, I'll step yeah, in. Chime there, in but, but it's, yeah. 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 So uh, one of the things I, I've always been a big believer and I know that not everyone's life works this way, but I've just always been a big believer in like when it comes to work, just keep your head down, work hard, be dependable. Mm-hmm. And eventually like, you know, people will see that and the yeah. right people will see that. And so doors will open, opportunities will come, you know, and I know that not everything works that way. And that's not always like kind of that good fortune. But I think if you, if you start there, then you're going to wind up in a good place. So, I mean, e- even if it's not all these kind of miraculous opportunities out of nowhere, you know, every, you know, couple of years, but I, I, I think that's a good place to start. The only thing that I, that, and, and I don't know, you guys can tell me what you think when, when it comes to pursuing a job, like when I lost my job, like I was, I was not, um, my, my default was not kind of this, you know, Oh, other people get the credit. I was very ambitious and I was very self promoting. Yeah. Like when I was looking for a job. And so I don't know, like if that's, you know, is that disingenuine of, I think that's just something you have to do. But, but, but so I, I think like, I wonder you know, in an aspect, are you trying to like say you're qualified or are you competing with someone else? Right. Uh, like, so like if you've already got the job, you might be right. trying to say I'm better than these people sure. by self-promoting yourself. If you're trying to get a job, it's like, I'm good enough to meet the, the right. things. Yeah. And you don't know, like in a, in a way you're competing, uh, competing with the other people who want the position. Yeah. But you don't know them. You're not sure. like, against them. You're just trying yeah. to. Well, and I think there's something, too, of like <clears throat> there's the false humility, too, that right. just says like, oh, I've got to like you also have some talents and gifts that were given to you and you're supposed to use them. So I think that there's something to be said for that, too, to be like, hey, this is where my strengths are. And right. I'm going to let people know that because at the end of the day, I've got to pay my bills. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I feel like with those, you use those to help build other people up, too. So right. it's both. Well, and, and and what kept going through my mind as I was looking for the right job, like I was just thinking about my family. Yeah. And so I was like, I need to provide for my family. I need to, you know, and so I was like, it was. Is it because you were worried about having to do lunch for, with me in that cafeteria? Yes, that was part of it. Okay. But I didn't know how much I would come to loathe you. So what was really <laughs> funny is like, that's one of the first real interactions it was. I had is you were working as a temp in the yeah. same building that I work at. And I remember just walking into the into the bathroom, and I'm like, "Right, uh, hey, hey, what are you doing?" And I just walked out. And then you walked <laughs> out. And I'm like, 
No, we actually did have a conversation, yeah, and then did. I walked out. We had two conversations while you worked there. One then, like, uh, about a couple weeks later, so I hit the elevators, and... I was like, oh, I'm leaving. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we're not doing lunch, and you're like... Right. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so one more point, and we'll kind of we'll, we'll wrap this up. So when, when you look at, at verse 15, what, um, what stood out to me there, it says, This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. And so it's, we just ran Josh off. What, what so that? that was weird. I was going to wait till he leaves. So for anybody listening right now, this is how Josh much just, of it. Josh like, just walked out. He went to use the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's like, good. We don't edit. Like I don't. We don't take anything out of this. Right. This is like real life. Like, he should have. He should have taken, the, he just, taken the microphone with him. He just walked out to use the bathroom. Yeah, this is like. What are we? What? But is what there something funny, that we're not doing to show that when we're you professional? were talking? He looks at me. and Goes. I'm gonna go use the bathroom, and I'm like, Well, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you no. Like, <laughs> no, you need to sit there. Sit down. That's why those chairs are leather. Like like we said, if he didn't have that beard, you'd think he was twelve. Yeah. They're non-porous. That we don't have non-porous seats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first on the Manish podcast, her guest leaves up to go take a take All a right. pee. <laughs> All right. No. So if you look down at the the, the end of it, uh, so verse fifteen it talks about you know wisdom that doesn't come from above is earthly, unspiritual, demonic, and and so what what really James you know a lot of commentators say that this is actually James is trying to show something that's progressive and so things that you know might start off as earthly then the next step is unspiritual and it's actually like demonic and so yeah. you know that type of thinking can lead to a really not a good place is he locked out I think he's locked out <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> this, this is, is the second week in a row <laughs> that my devotion portion has has gotten sabotaged by the guest. Sorry, you gave me a full bottle of water, so I'm going to drink it. So. Did you oh, drink the bottle? You you it was a miniature okay. bottle. It wasn't. I mean, it was look, full, but look. pregnancy. But you're not pregnant, <laughs> are you? Sympathy. It's All right. the best thing ever. <laughs> so verses 17. You just like that because this is my segment. <laughs> the funniest thing though is he was like at the window, like. I'm locked out. I'm locked out. <laughs> I texted you, Jason. I was trying to be discreet. I'm like, hey, I need. In to fact, you know what you should you do. You couldn't have been even less discreet <laughs> because as soon as you walked out, we were like, did yeah. he just, yeah, did he just him, leave? And, and I heard, like, yeah, what did he so, do? You know, whenever you know, I just. You know, anyway, was here's my hey, point. Jesus stuff. Here's mm. my point with the with the last part of this. Is so verses verse fifteen um, and sixteen talks about how wisdom that's not from above what that leads to but verses 17 and 18 talk about what wisdom from above or god's wisdom what that leads to and and what the one point that i want to just kind of underscore here is is it says but the wisdom from above this is verse 17 is first pure and so that's where james start with is talking about wisdom and so when you think about something that's pure it's something that's unblemished something that's just completely authentic that is through and through nothing's been added to it and and what that pure truth is is and pure wisdom is god's word and so when you look back at verse um chapter one verse five it says uh if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask god who gives general generously to all without reproach and it will uh and it will be given him and so that's where it all starts. So, so 
oftentimes I feel like as a pastor and, and, and we hear it, you know, here at the church every weekend, it seems. And, and a lot of churches I know are the same way to where it's like, you know, you almost feel like your pastors that you're constantly talking about, Oh, you need to read your Bible. Oh, you need to pray. Oh, yeah. you need, but it's like, but, but time and time again, what we see is that that's, that's where it all starts. That's where it's all tied to is, is knowing God's word, knowing, knowing what God's truth is. Because that's what that's where everything is tied to, and that's what leads to, you know, pure wisdom. And there's something in the repetition and the mundane of it all too. Yeah. Because people are like, "Oh, I'm just going to pray for wisdom and I'm going to get it," but like sometimes God's like, "All right, here's how you're going to get it. You're going to spend time, x amount of times a day. You're going right. to uh, time a day. You're going to read the Bible. You're going to you know spend time in prayer or whatever. Right. And you're going to you know that's why it's important to have people in your life too to speak wisdom into you." Oh, absolutely. And like, those are the mundane things that people are always looking for this big miraculous thing. Mm-hmm. But God works in the mundane and yeah. like the ordinary. And like, yeah. we just, we tend to overlook that because I feel like in the culture, it's like, oh, something huge has got to happen. And sometimes Jesus is like, I mean, I came down here as a man and like just walked around for right. X amount of years and right. like, that was kind of mundane, but I did yeah. it for you guys. So yeah. it's like, learn from this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and we talked in small group last night. We just finished the, uh, um, Bob Goff love does series. And, uh, and, th- and that's someone that actually, he gave his phone number at the end of the book and he talks about how you can give me a call if you want to. And so I'm thinking, Hey, we need to call him. That's Maybe he can be number. on the manage. <laughs> I don't know. But I, you I, know, I ask him call, if he wants to be on the manage. Podcast. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about calling him and just asking him. Um, but no, one of the things that he talks about the school that they have in Uganda and they now have, you know, hundreds of kids that are, it's like a boarding school and it started just as a school and they, he didn't want to do like overnight boarding, but it was just two. There was just two kids that they talked him into and he's like, all right, just let's just do it with, for two bunks and then that's it. And then years later, it's like Damn. 350. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about how. Like, oh, I don't know if God, you know, if I, if I could do something like that for God. But it's like when then we said stop, like, actually, it started with two. Yeah. Like, it's just very basic. That's how God works a lot of times yeah. is that, you know, great things come from the mundane, small stuff. But if we're not wise in how we handle the small, mundane things, then that, you know, no. that, that isn't going to lead us to a good place. When you so. show that you can be faithful with those two kids and keeping them overnight. Right. God's going to multiply that and be like, all right, I'm going to give you two more to help. Yeah. Right. And then two more. And then, right. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of the time too, um, we, we look for like that, that wisest decision mm-hmm. and, and say, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I don't know exactly where to go and, and God will reveal where to go when right. that's not always the case. Sometimes he wants us to like take a step and then we'll learn through our experiences through wisdom. Like right. Yeah. We, we do what seems right to us. And then if we find out that that was like the wrong thing to do, congratulations, you just grew in wisdom right. and you yeah. know not to do that again. Right. Like sometimes and, you're just like, I really have to go to the bathroom. Right. Right. And wisdom would tell you you're in the middle of a podcast. You right. Shouldn't. You should have you so gone before. So if I were yeah. to ever be invited back, I would know. Which hey, that is make not looking sure. good. Yeah. Sale, I would make buddy. sure to go before. We've still got your segment so you yeah. can redeem yourself. Yeah. 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 I mean, so. it's, uh, no, it's not I, looking you know. great, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's talk a little bit about why you are are here. Sure. And so you so you've been our the youth pastor here at the church for two years. Two years. Two, two years, years as yeah. of June first. Yeah. So. so and and with that, and I have to say, as having kids in uh, the youth group, and I know Shane agrees with me, yep. is that I think you're fantastic at, you. at working with them, and you can, you can tell that you really care. One of the ways that you connect with them is through gaming, though. Correct. And yep. so that is that is something that I don't think I've ever met someone that games with a passion that I also have so much respect for. Oh, well, thank um, you. You know. <laughs> the only person that games that he has respect for. Right. And can I just add something? And there's we're a lot play, of people I know that game. We're going to play Josh up here for just a oh, quick boy. second. Okay. <laughs> like. I need to go to the bathroom. Don't make me <laughs> exercise Let's all go to the bathroom. Are you really going so. to the bathroom? No. Oh. Um, I have appreciated Josh being the youth pastor. I feel like you're a very genuine person. Thank you. I feel like you are in it for the love of those kids mm-hmm. and you are not self-promoting and out it out in this to be like, look at me. I am like youth pastor rock star. I think that you have the right attitude and That's I true. have appreciated that about you and, and what you're doing in the youth. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what's about that, the cry? Like, That's so awesome. Yeah. Other than that, I need you to shut up and just talk about gaming. Yeah. No, uh, I will say, like, <laughs> he didn't I, cheer up. I was talking um, to one of my buddies who I haven't seen since high school or whatever. And so yeah. we were talking about, like, what's going on in life. And obviously, like, this came up. And uh, he was asking questions because there are, there are a lot of, like, superficial people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I'm like, the term I use was like, I just really want to be a real one, like yeah. the real one, you know? And so I think where if, my real ones at. Yeah. And, and so yeah. I don't know. I, we were talking to um, Elijah, you know, Jason's son. Um, and he was mentioning how the kids that he saw growing up who are now like adults mm-hmm. um, and things that he looked up to them, even maybe if they didn't say too much to him, he learned a lot from them. And so we were talking about like, what is one thing that you want other people will learn from you, like getting into that mentor mindset. Yeah. And for me, like a big thing that I've learned from my dad and from, from just people that I know you guys as well as like integrity, like even in the, the very small moments, like we were talking about with the small and the mundane mm-hmm. is like just doing everything to the best of your ability and like trying to go that extra mile yeah. is, is huge. And so, um, yeah, no, that's like, I don't know. That's just been a heart of mine. Is, yeah. And a youth that, pastor job, we might be getting way off topic. We are here. getting way off. I've got a whole list of questions. But Shane, yeah. you keep a youth pastor job. You either him. can be really good at it, or you should not be doing it. And um, you question it always, right? You do like it, well, that's like, with any job. But I mean, just like in general, like you shouldn't like some people just shouldn't do it. Like yeah, I had, yeah, yeah. I had a youth pastor. It's not the most glamorous position, right? At so a I church. had one that he just he he was really filling the role in that church and to this day he has been a mentor to me yeah and even past when we were in youth group we had even switched churches he still like was there and like spoken to me and jen when we first got married yeah, and that's just cool was like a mentor and it's like it started out from he was just that genuine yeah. youth pastor didn't look the part didn't look super flashy and was like hey you know totes lit you know whatever <laughs> is that what the kids say now yeah that's exactly know. what they say i'm i'm For now show. on the outer range of knowing terms right and so yeah right, it's yeah. it's uh it's a different world in know, fact we should have our mentors on one day i'll be that, on for you and that then sounds I'll have like a great on. idea <laughs> yeah that's yeah. that's you how are, i would describe you are you. entirely moody today mentor <laughs> so josh <laughs> yes sir how did you get into gaming so, um, 
my parents had a Super Nintendo, and okay. uh, we got a Nintendo 64 when I was, I don't know, like four or five. And so I, I'm impressed that you're old enough that you had a Super Nintendo. Me too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and then I like, thought you'd be like a PlayStation kid. No, yeah. that was that was my buddy. I had an okay. Xbox. He had a PlayStation. So okay. anyway, so and then I got adult money, and now I have them all. So <laughs> right. Um, but no. So we had a we had a Super Nintendo. So we'd play Donkey Kong Country. We right. play uh, Super Mario Bros. Uh, we actually had All Stars, so it had like the first three. Oh, cool! Um, that was the best. So that, that was yeah. that was really cool, and uh, just a variety of games and stuff. And so uh, it was all uh, one to two player games because that's all you could have on yeah, that yeah. console. And so we would do it as a family. And then we got a Nintendo sixty four. And um, one of my fondest memories is we had this game called California Speed. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I remember that game. It was a racing game if you didn't know by the title. But we had the steering wheels. Like, oh, not just cool. the controller, yeah, yeah. but the steering wheels with the pedals and stuff. And so my sister, who is probably like, uh, I want to say she was 12 and I was like 6. And then my other sister, who was probably 14 or 15 at the time, she would drive the minivan, uh, which was a selectable car. <laughs> and we would take the seats from the kitchen table and set them up like a oh, minivan. That's awesome. Oh, nice. And so we'd just be riding and we'd go on the, the mall level and oh, like just drive awesome. through the mall. And so oh, it was like cool. one of the... So so video games there there's a lot of memories that I have. Sure, with yeah, like yeah, yeah, that makes com- sense. Beating Donkey Kong Country with my dad, or doing yeah. that with my sisters, you okay. know, yeah, whatever. That makes sense. I can see that. And so, um, so yeah, so that's really what started it. Uh, and then I've been playing video games ever since. So I mean, I've I started I guess whenever I was like three of trying to play, yeah. and then just grew into. So it. so how often do you play now, and what do you play now? Oh man, um, so. I mean, to be honest, and this is all going to dramatically reduce once you have a kid. Yeah. Once you have a kid here, in a co- so get it yeah. all out of your system now. Yeah. Enjoy so it now. I would say I probably, if you want to average it out per day, I probably play two to three hours. Okay. Yeah. Wow. To have two to three hours—that's awesome. In my Good day. for you. So, so now that's whenever you average it out. I don't have like a set schedule, and sure. so on my off days, yeah, yeah, yeah. I play. Quite a few hours. Well, and um, and so like so, your off day is Monday, right? Monday and Thursday. No, so Monday I do. So so my schedule is church on Sunday. Yeah. And then kind of off in the afternoon or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Monday I do video editing, and then um, I go to a friend's house, and we you know do play games and stuff for a few hours. Not video games, but like board games and stuff. Tuesdays I work, and then date night. Wednesdays I work uh, all throughout the day, and then we have youth on Wednesday night. Thursdays are my day off, which I typically do chores with, and then Fridays are six a.m. to whenever I leave on Fridays. Okay. So and so and Saturdays and so, are off. Yeah. So with your wife at work all day Thursday, she works from home, but she's still at work. Correct. And so then that opens up. This is going. Yeah, that opens up your schedule. Yeah. So, so that's how. So it might average opens out up to my two days. To clean, but yeah, and it, the, you're not yeah. you're not spending a ton of time cleaning. Let's be well, honest. cutting. Yeah, yeah. Um, let, let's, so you know, quit yes, trying to sound I, more grown. I up. would say I would say um, uh, uh, two to three. Okay. Yeah, uh, maybe closer to two. I and would so say hours a day. What are some of the ways that you've like connected to kids through gaming? Sure. So um, it, it's a very like. I'll use comparisons a lot in answering these questions. So 
a good youth pastor goes to like students' events and things. Goes to their football games, volleyball games, I would agree. baseball games. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever they know their sure. schedule, which I'm still waiting to get some schedules from some people and things. Yeah. But you know, it, it is what it is. No, um, but but like a good youth pastor goes to events unless COVID's happening. And then, so as far as video games, that is something or a hobby that a student is is interested in. And I mean, yeah. schools even have esports yeah, teams. Well, and yeah, stuff. They, yeah. And so, yeah, whenever, it's a whole thing. Wow. So it's Glenn, like Glenn, who was on here a couple of weeks ago, yeah. he talked about how that's like a whole league that his oh, yeah. school is starting. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, going to a sports game, you're spectating the student performing. Mm-hmm. Playing video games with that student, you're actively participating with them in this activity that they're interested in. And wow. so, um, you you play with students and, and you interact with them and. And, like, whenever they have a nice shot or do something really cool, like, it gives you something to right. do. So, I'm one of the people that whenever I meet someone new, it's very hard for me just to have, like, dinner with them. Mm-hmm. Because all you can do is talk and eat. and it, it You want to do you know, something with them. Right. I want to do Eating an activity to learn more That's about true. them. Because as you do activities, like, if all you have to talk about is food, then you're eventually probably going to run out of stuff you know along the way Mm -hmm. but if you do an activity that creates more memories of like oh do you remember when this happened or when you hit that shot like if we're doing video games and stuff so i don't know do you remember that time you left in the middle of the podcast yeah Yeah, exactly yeah yeah Yeah. so as you do activities which you know whether it's physical or whether it's online like you're sharing life with people yeah and so this is a part of students lives and so um you know is, is it always my preferred method no but whenever they they can't drive yeah uh you know as as a whenever i was a student you can't drive you can't go anywhere you don't really have your own freedom you can sit at home and play online with your buddies and so it it is a very social thing yeah yeah Yeah. that makes sense so i've got a question that's not on my list here okay i want to ask it so all of these gen z kids is that the current generation i'm a millennial i think that so i think after me is i think we're technically like gen y yeah, right I think it's gen so y. gen z would be next so yeah. gen so is gen y like so 16 gen y, 17 gen y i think is my generation oh you're so, gen, so y. gen xers were before me right gen y is me am i i don't know um and then gen z would be that. so here's what so i know i've got how old are your kids shane um so if you remember 18 17, 14, 10, 11. Okay. So mine are 9, 13, and 17. Almost 18. He'll be 18 next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever generation that is. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that, it's Gen Z. In that zone. Zoomers is what they're called. Ooh. So boomers, like that. And boomers and Zoomers. Zoomers. Oh, okay. Ooh, I hadn't heard so. that one. I honestly, I really feel like kids that were born during COVID should be called Zoomers. Cool. Um, so, <laughs> what is wrong with you today? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, here's what I want to know. Uh-huh. It seems to me that social media, and I would kind of lump gaming in with this, okay. like electronic communication sure. has affected this generation of kids negatively. Do you agree with that? And, and why do you think that kids... So prefer electronic communication. Darn yeah. Kids so, um, and, and some of this I'll kind of restate something that I said before. So I wasn't paying attention. So you already no, answered no, this. I just no, 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 no. You were in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So it's like so electronic devices or, or you know talking about video games. 
it's like eating food. If you eat too much, it's bad for your health. If you do it in large portions, I'm just I'm looking back and forth as a presenter. He is looking back and forth. Um, Quit being so sensitive. So um, (laughs) there's only two of you, so you're gonna get looked at 50 percent of the time. But no, you're lucky. The um, it's like you know, if you eat too much, it's bad for your health, and if you eat too little, I guess it's also bad for your health. It is. I'm working out that analogy as I go, but if you eat the right amount, it can be helpful, and so. Social media like Facebook, all that stuff. I am not the person to talk to you about that. I'm not an advocate. Well, yeah, like our, like our yeah. kids don't. Like Facebook yeah. is like an old person's thing now. So, um, TikTok is what it is as far as just media and funny things. Sure. And it's something. It's easily shareable. It's easily yeah. something to connect to. And really, that's what it is. Is you have this broad base of easily access accessible and easily relatable. So if you mention a video that you've seen on the internet and it was a big video, like a popular one, chances are the person next to you who is in the same generation as you has also seen it. it. So it's an easy connection point to stay up to date. So if all you guys did was talk about sports, I know very little about sports. Like I know how to play them, but I don't keep up with stats. I'm right there with you, buddy. And so if if that's all you guys talked about, then I would feel like left out. Right. And but if I wanted to be with you guys and connect with you guys, then I'd be watching sports all the time. Gotcha. And so I would say that's that's similar. So it is a huge connection point. Um, the problem is it is very isolating at yeah. the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's always the, the concern. Yeah. And so with uh, family times, you know, if right. if your kid was um, constantly outside playing with a baseball or something, whenever dinner's happening and you're wanting to spend time with them then you would probably pull them back from like playing outside Mm -hmm. to to spend time with them. And so it's the same way with, with social stuff. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, no, it does. So one last question and then uh, we'll see if Shane has anything for you. (laughs) No, I do. I don't know. You know what? I'm done with you. (laughs) (laughs) So what advice would you give to parents who have, you know, who are parenting Gen Z Mm -hmm. kids and kind of, I guess, maybe same question or same answer, maybe different way of asking is, what do you think is one thing that Gen Zers wish that their parents knew? Oh, like not about just video games, just, but just about in general. everything? Just in general. Oh, man. Um, that's a big question. That wasn't yeah. on the list. So, uh, it was uh, the right there. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was right there on the list. Uh, what advice would you give to parents? <laughs> okay, what do you think about Gen Zers wish their parents? Yeah, you're right. It yeah, was. It was. Yeah, reading it, reading right is now, fundamental. No, I think. Sorry, um, I didn't send this to you on TikTok. No, you're good, Marco Polo. You all see, those he's a freaking jerk. Yeah, no, I can't help it. I just, you know, it just comes out of yeah. me sometimes. So, but I think, no, I, I think that's one yeah. of the things that people want to know is like, you know, there's there's obviously this disconnect, mm-hmm. you know, and so we're trying to parent. We love our kids. We want to do, you know, what's best for them, but we also at the same time don't understand them yeah. and don't yeah. like know what they're going through just because of how much has changed sure yeah. since I was a kid. Like yeah. it's just, you know, I, I and, and just to give kind of one example is like my kid can be spoken to by a friend through electronic communication and I will never know about it. And mm-hmm. a kid that I would never let in my house is in my house on my kid's device saying whatever they sure. want to say to our kid. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like in the, in the real world, real world quote unquote like i would never let that kid in my house right i would never let right Mm -hmm. 
Whereas now I have no way of knowing. So it's just so different. Sure. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it is teaching your kids to make wise decisions the best you know how as a parent. And mm-hmm. so I'm not a parent. So I, I don't think about giving parenting advice too much. Um, just whenever their kids acting up. But right. the, the biggest thing I would say is that kids, kids want to be understood, but as parents, you have to find that balance of yeah. asking questions because I mean, I even do this with my wife um, whenever she, so she, <laughs> she has this thing where she'll start a conversation with me while I'm like watching a video or something. And this is a perfect reflection of youth and parents as well. Yeah. While I'm watching a video, I'm like, okay, I'll pause the video. She'll mention something to me. We'll have a little conversation. Right. And then afterwards, or after I think that there's like, there's been a bit of a pause. So I'll, I'll think that the conversation's done. I'll start the video again and then she'll bring something else up. Yeah. And so I think parents can come across that way to their students of like, do we have to do this? Do we have to do this right now? And it's really yeah. discouraging to parents. Um, I don't know if you guys have related to that, but basically, um, yeah, I would just find ways to ask questions and, and show interest. One of the biggest things that I remember in terms of video games and parents, just to keep it on that topic, is my dad tried to learn. So my dad grew up on Super Nintendo where yeah. there's no thumbsticks or anything like that. And my dad tried to learn a first-person shooter uh, or a third-person shooter, which has two thumbsticks. You have to aim. You have to move. There's right. all these different buttons and things. And so he wanted to take an interest in what I was doing, and so he wanted to play with me. Now, I, who grew up with video games and were right. pretty good at video games compared to him especially, I would get impatient and frustrated. And um, he eventually, like, uh, within the next few days, he would try to do it without me there, so that way he could get a little bit okay. better and yeah. not make me as impatient with him. And so yeah. I was a jerk as a kid. Yeah. I was I was it very sounds rude. Like it. I was, it and and like I fully it. admit that. And um, but I came home from school one day, and my dad was playing the game that we were playing, and me being a kid automatically jumped in and tried telling him how to do. It. But I still remember that like he was trying to understand right. me. He was trying cool. to to do that. And so like, I'm going through this with Riley because like he wants to play Call of Duty and like he wants to Call like, of Duty. He wants mm-hmm. to like fight. each other. He wants to shoot each other. Yeah. And I can't beat that jerk. Yeah. Like, well, and that's the thing. You your your kid has grown up with this. This is a natural talent that move they that have. Joystick and aim in two seconds. And I'm like, hold on. Hold, yeah. Hold on. And I'm moving with the screen. Like a ninety-year-old man, and I'm like, and I'm dead. Oh, I want to see this. It's horrible. That is yeah. awesome. You know what we need to do? We need to have a guys' night with all of us old guys, and then like bring like Josh and like my kids and your kids, and just like play Call of Duty and just see oh. what happens. Mm-hmm. I just want to watch you die. But... Yeah, no, exactly. So, so but I, didn't we just say it's... about how humble he was? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, we wisdom, take wisdom from back. above. Yeah, so. <laughs> So, but like my, my parents, my, like my dad specifically in this instance, like tried to understand me and took steps outside of time with me to invest in what I was interested in. And so if you're doing that, no matter how your kids act, because like I said, I was very impatient. I was frustrated because I'm like, I want to complete this level and you're holding me back type thing. And, but I, I just remember the effort that he put in. And so if you put in effort, there'll be a moment when your kid reaches, cause you're dealing with people who aren't fully mature 
and who don't really right. see things from your perspective. And so now as I'm going into, again, adulthood and eventually fatherhood, I'm beginning to appreciate my parents more. And so just I, I want to encourage parents that as you put in effort, you know, your kids should recognize that it might not be right away. But you'll eventually see, and and they'll eventually see whether you get thanked or not, like how much yeah. effort you're putting in. Well, that's right. cool. So that's, that's I, I would good. say that's a good life lesson. There. Just try to parents. invest. Try to try to connect. Um, keep trying. Josh bringing yeah. good advice. I know. Potty Look break. at that. He has just redeemed himself. Thank you. I mean, I wouldn't that say he 100% might redeem himself, but <laughs> a ninety percent. I would give him a solid seventy-five. Okay, yeah. that works. So I'm gonna have my dad. I, I'm just gonna have my dad listen to this and be like. <laughs> I represented you well. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. No, I, th- I think that's that's all good stuff because it is something that, you know, it's like we love our kids and we want to yeah. do what's best, but it's mm-hmm. it's the it's disconnect like hitting a brick is wall a lot of the time, right? Well, and 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 one of the things too, and we didn't really we don't have time to get into this, but sure. But but I think one of the things too that has always um, or it's been difficult for me to like stop and and think about this is things that are a big deal to them that I know aren't really a big deal to me mm-hmm. and like aren't going to be a big deal to them later on. Yeah. But right now in this moment, this is huge, you know, and it's like friends that, you know, if they have an argument with their friends or mm-hmm. like boyfriend, girlfriend type stuff or, you know, whatever, like that is huge, it's huge to them, yeah. you know? And so it's like trying to validate those feelings yep. and trying to support them through that and trying, you know, we should well, do a whole episode on this. Oh, I, th- yeah. I think we totally could. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love mean, I know like, we hit on it a lot tonight, but like, we should yeah. do a whole episode dedicated to like parenting and, and, and things like that. Yeah. And, and um, if I can say like one more thing no. as far as encouraging parents is like, remember, you know, how even though it's maybe a different culture, or different trends and stuff like that, you yeah. kind of went through the same thing, I'm sure, sure in, in some facet. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And look where like you guys are now. Right. right. And so it's <laughs> like you don't want to let your kids make the same mistakes <laughs> that you made. Hosting but at a the podcast same time, with. Yeah, six listeners. Yeah, all this uh, pent up anger at each other. Right. <laughs> you pick the two wrong guys but, to say that. Jerk. <laughs> but, no, I get you. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's like through the struggles and the failures that you guys had, it directed your course. Yeah. Sure. And so, you know, you gotta let your your kids fail and, and stuff. And so, by the way, I found out. Speaking of that, sorry, super off topic. That it's a law now. That kids have to be in car seats until like ten years old. Oh yeah, that is absolutely that's ridiculous. insane. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that, like at least that, a booster I found seat. That, I'm, I'm learning all these things, and it's yeah. just obnoxious. So I don't know. Maybe you guys can have an episode of like teaching me dad stuff. That, Ooh, that's a good idea. That oh my god, that's so, a good idea. We could even make yeah. a video out of that, like just yeah. hanging out with him one day, and he's like, "No, you you can't do that." Yeah. yeah, I'll have you guys show me how to change my baby's diaper and Ooh, all yeah. that. I'll just let you guys do the work for me. And no, 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 I'm no, not no, I'm no. not changing <laughs> the actual baby's no, diaper. No, absolutely. Not. I'll change the diaper on a water bottle, and then you can. Yeah. I feel like it's bottle. gonna be tougher than the CDL test. That it I could took, be. So. It could be. So cool. This I'm has been a great episode. Great. Controlling my own bladder, let alone somebody else's. Right. Right. No. right. And so speaking of being a parent, we have we have a special we, guest. we have a special guest that is going to help us say bye. And so Leela is going to lean into the microphone, and say my goodbye. littlest one, and say thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Perfect. All right. 